Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. Our next guest uh, won a football game over the weekend. Jaden Grant, defensive back, Oregon State, was the tackler on fourth down and one as Bo Nix from Oregon uh, tried to keep it. Jaden Grant was not fooled. Uh, he's a He's been in college for about 15, 16 years. He's got like six degrees. You're not going to fool this guy on fourth down and one. He's joining us now. Uh, let me, let's take, let's go through that play, okay? Because uh, yeah. I watched it unfold, and I said, you didn't look fooled at all. Um, you see it on film. You anticipate it. What's your read there? Well, I mean, they're trying to – It was. I, I knew they were short on that, um, that that running back that made a catch on that third down, so I know it's going to be a, a fourth and short situation. So by the time I looked over for the call, they're already getting ready to almost go. So they knew their call, which means, you know, tempo, fourth and one, got to have a situation. They're going to run a DNA play, you know, their bread and butter, something that, you know, usually would be a win for us to hold them to a yard. But for them in this situation, it's a win for them. And for them, that was the inside zone read. And so um, I was actually supposed to be, you know, a post player, like way 15 yards back. But um, the moment I saw his tempo, I just told the nigga in the corner, just manned it up. And uh, I just had a feeling that, that they were going to run it. I had a feeling they were going to pull it because there wouldn't have been anybody there. How good does that feel when you make that tackle, you hear the roar? Man, it just felt good because you could feel the momentum shift, you know, in that moment, you know, giving us great field position to go in, at least tie the game up. I think we were down three at that point, you know, early in the fourth quarter. So I was just happy to be able to make that make that play for our offense and uh, put them in good position. And obviously, uh, we all know how they capitalize. The, uh, this game, you know, it's it's a rivalry, but you've been full circle. I mean, this is a program that went 2-10 and ten in Jonathan Smith's first year. You've seen some dark times. What is it? What does it feel like to be nine and three and to look around and maybe your regrets are now like, hey, you know, you let one get away against USC or you know could have won at Washington. It, you, you're a contender. How does that feel for you? Man, it's, it's bittersweet because you know we know we're a few plays away of doing something that's never been done here, or uh, at least that's the belief in, in, in uh, within our program. So it's a bittersweet feeling. I think that, um, you know, we're definitely happy with the with the win. We know how much it means, you know, not only for us guys, but, you know, fan base, the whole entire program, you know, kind of where how our how our program is seen now, you know, with the national TV game. And we didn't have much of those this year either. So um, we just knew it was a big win for the program. But obviously, you know, you always you always reflect and think about the what ifs and or the bad plays like we always talk about. Never, you know, never what you got done other good stuff. Yeah, you dwell on the uh, you dwell on the stuff you could have done better. Uh, you guys made some adjustments. Trent Bray, your defensive coordinator, was on the show yesterday. He talked about adjustments that you guys made in the third quarter. What happened with you guys as a defense when you're down 21? It 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 looked like schematically you changed some things, but there may have just been uh, you know just a decision to to stop getting in your own way. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of – I don't think we really changed too much up. 
Um, we did tweak a, a couple of things here and there. But, I mean, overall, I think it's just like, you know, it's, it's a long game. And, and you may, if you look at the scoreboard, you'll be discouraged and you won't, you know, you won't really remember that you have almost 30 full minutes left of play time, you know, to go out there and get your goal accomplished, which is always to win. Um, so for me, the biggest message for me was, me personally, and the message I echoed to the team was, you know, I'm going to give you guys all I have to the, to the clock kick double zero. And, you know, if we just all give each other everything we have, you know, we may look up and be in a completely different situation by the time this game is over, and you know, that's exactly what happened. Was there a moment where you just kind of felt the the momentum shift in the game? Is it that noticeable when you're playing, or do you uh, is it just play to play as you're out there? Yeah, I would say once we went down 21, um, offense responded great. The very first play, Damian breaking that run, um, and then you know a few more runs after that, and punched it in. And then once it was a 14 point game, it was like, okay, we got this. You know, we got this. this. This is our game. And I think so. I think that was the moment when, when Damian broke off that run. Um, just giving defense a little bit of a spark, um, I think that was really the moment. And then I guess that fourth that fourth down was another big one too. Yeah, let's go to the, to the stand at the end. They have the ball. You know, they're threatening to erase the comeback and break your hearts at the end. Defensively, uh, you know, what does that feel like to you guys? They were really putting pressure on you. They were going to throw the ball. They were coming after you guys. Uh, but it, it had to be fun, and it also looked like you had you were prepared for that moment. Yeah, there was, there was zero panic, you know, from our side defensively. Um, you know, our mantra all year has just always been make them snap it again, make them snap it again. Whatever they were going to choose to do, whether they were going to choose to go for it or kick the field or whatever whatever the decisions were, we were just going to make them snap it again. And um, I think you saw that. I think that, you know, we were really poised for being in that situation, how big of a moment it was. I think we kind of, you kind of get more, you know, nervous or whatever, looking back on it, like, oh, dang, that was the situation. You know, that time in the game, like, I was, I was a big stand there on the goal line, nonetheless. Um, but, like, shout out to all the guys up front and all those backers. I mean, they tried to get in that 14-0 personnel and run it twice and, and stuffed them and really gave us a chance, you know, on the back end to be able to make those plays. You get your offense was running the ball. Everyone in the stadium knew you were running the ball. Fifteen straight runs in the fourth quarter, average seven yards a carry. As a defensive player, are you so locked into what you have to do that you're not noticing that, or are you kind of taking a peek at the scoreboard, looking out on the field, and going, "Gosh, we're just carving them up." Yeah, I mean, I don't think you. I, I didn't know the statistic until after the game. Um, I didn't really pay attention to that, but I, like I said, after that, after Damian's long run, I, I could see us driving on them, um, you know, running it and kind of wearing them down. You know how I'm used to seeing our, our run game wear them down. So um, that, like I said, I think in that trans, trans, transition to a spark on defense, like yeah, we got to get the ball into these guys' hands as fast as we possibly can. You know, every time we go back out there, and we we got the stops when we needed to. So it was big, you know, big old big team effort overall. You know, it's it's it was fun to watch. It was fun to see the the crowd react to it. Uh, I, you know, I think you guys, you know, the, the the perception afterwards. A lot of people said, "Hey, Oregon blew it." It, but but I I think Oregon State won that game. Like you, you know, you, yeah, you had to beat sure. them twenty-one to three in the fourth quarter. And you know, I think it would be a disservice. Now, Jonathan Smith uh, is getting some love nationally. People saying what a good coach he is. How important is it for Oregon State to hang on to that guy, Jaden? Um, it's very important for Oregon State to hold on to everybody, you know, in the program. And, um, yeah, Coach Smith, the things that he's done, the culture that he's built, 
uh, the type of person he is uh, fits perfectly with Corvallis. I don't think that there's a better fit for Corvallis. So, like I said, you know, times the times it is now, it's important that Oregon State keeps everybody. Bowl game. Um, you know, a lot of times you see players who don't play in a bowl game. I got to think Jaden Grant will play in this bowl game. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, just a lot of stuff that, you know, I got to get figured out right now. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I had to get figured out to even be able to play in the game um, that nobody even knows about. So just going to take it day by day. Yeah. All right. How much of that can you talk about? Because I know you were banged up, and I know prior to going into the game, you know, I wanted to respect your privacy, but you were out there yeah. on the field. I was really impressed that you made it there and that you played that whole game. Um, how much do you want to talk yeah. about what you went through to get there? I mean, I, I'm willing to talk. I'm willing to talk about it. I just, I didn't want it. I didn't want it to be known before the game because I didn't want any, you know, attention or anybody, you know, feeling bad for me or, you know, anybody to have any excuses for me or had something went wrong, you know, out there. But um, I mean, now I think I'm pretty comfortable talking about it. All right. So what what was the injury, and how long were you in the hospital after the the game before the Oregon game? So it's kind of a freak injury, um, freak injury where I took a uh, took a hit to my my kidney, and um, basically had some drainage and some leakage from popping a kidney. So um, got the scans and stuff. Everything was negative for the ribs. Went, went to the hospital, um, got the CT scan, had to stay overnight. And just, you know, it was some different diagnoses. But ended up getting, after that cow game, I think I got surgery like three days later. Or no, I got surgery that same night to drain my kidney. And then I got another surgery three days later to repair what was damaged. Um, and just by the grace of God and obviously the good doctors, uh, Dr. Long here, the urologist in Corvallis, uh, who was one of the best, um, by the grace of God and him, I was able to come back and, and actually practice the whole week, you know, seven days out of the second surgery and, and play ten days, you know, after the whole thing, which was just crazy to me because, you know, that, that night during the cow game, I, I was thinking it was all over. So it was a really quick turnaround. There's a lot of hectic stuff going around, but, you know, like I said, I was just blessed to be able to, to be out there and, and be able to contribute to my team. How many days were you in the hospital? Uh, only one, one day I stayed a night there and, and got released, uh, probably like 18 hours. Wow. So you, you have the kidney issues. You have a surgery to drain the kidney. You have a second procedure. Uh, how many days before the Oregon game was the second procedure? Um, 10. Okay. 10 so days. 10 days, 10 days before the Oregon game, you have the second procedure. Then you play in, you play in the game. Um, and you know, I know that wasn't out there, but you weren't missing that game, were you? No, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't going to miss that game if you know if if I was cleared and told that I was you know safe to play, which they did give me that uh, clearance. So at that point, you know, it was there. Usually, I think it was like a two to three week recovery from what I had, and obviously, I didn't have that time. So they're like, as long as you're cleared, it's just going to be a a pain and discomfort thing, which it definitely was. <laughs> But um, like I said, uh, you know, it was all worth it. I was just really fortunate to be able to even have the opportunity to be out there with my teammates. That's phenomenal. I mean, it, it it's phenomenal to think about you going through that, getting out on the field. I know the game got a little chippy. I saw, you know, a couple guys wrestling around after the play. Um, you know, I, it was obvious it meant something to you guys. It meant something to Oregon. Um, you know, I, I really keep us posted on what's going on with you. I think a lot of listeners have gotten to know you over 
the last couple seasons, having you on the show regularly during the season and feel connected in some way to uh, what's going on in the field. And uh, really phenomenal to, to see you guys uh, pull that game out and to now know the story of two surgeries and uh, 10 days before the, uh, before the game. Just uh, remarkable. Um, congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. Like I said, you know, the power of God is real. The power of prayer is real. So um, I'm just thankful and I'm blessed. Jaden Grant, wish you the best. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll get him back on. That's Jaden Grant. This interview brought to you by Jamba Juice. Jamba, life is better blended. Can I just say for a second, did, did anybody know that was going on? I was aware that he had spent a night in the hospital. I did not know what the issue was. Um, I asked him if he wanted to talk about it. He said no, and I respected that. But, Stephen, let's talk about this for a second. He, ha he has a kidney issue after the cow game, has surgery to drain, he, you know, spends a night in the hospital, uh, has a surgery to uh, drain the kidney, a second procedure just 10 days before the Oregon game, plays in the game, and makes the tackle on fourth and one. I mean, unbelievable, right? Like, what a what a tough guy. Like, just going against all the adversity thrown at him, it would have been so easy to say, you know what, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to try to work my way back. But you asked him, like, Jane, you, you were going to play in that Oregon game no matter what. And he said, yeah. Like, he was shooting for that game. That was his moment. And when the Beavers needed the most, he made the play. And no one even knew what was happening behind the scenes. No one had known what he had been going through the last couple of weeks. I mean, just, just you know, the heart on that kid, man. That, he, he's he's just a football player, and he's a really good one at that. Oregon State, that's a guy that they're going to miss uh, next year yes. because he is a he is the leader of that team. I would say. I I was you know as he was talking about making the play on fourth down and one, and he's saying, you know, he literally gave the call to uh, to the rest of the defense. Hey, we're going to you guys are man. You don't have a safety back here. And he creeps up to the line of scrimmage and makes the play on Bo Nix. You think about how important it is to have a guy like that on the field who can make that kind of decision. Like, I'm sure Oregon's not happy about it, the fact that Jaden Grant was out there. But literally, the idea that he was on the field in that situation, uh, just a, re a, a remarkable piece of backstory in that football game. I want you to leave it here. You got the BFT. You've got the home of the truth. Back to the bald-faced truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Judah Newby, I noticed you stayed on uh, talking to Jaden after he got off the air there. What are you guys talking about? Oh, man. Well, I was just uh, chatting him up a little bit about um, how he's doing physically after yeah. for, for one. And then secondly, um, you know, we're working out some, uh, some other things on the side, uh, you know, that are good and, and, and all that. And I was curious if, uh, you know, if his dad and his mom got to go down and see him and, and, uh, obviously Brian Grant being who Brian Grant is too. And yeah, he said that dad and mom got to see him while he was recovering. Uh, his girlfriend, uh, got to see him while he was recovering. And I just asked him a little bit more about like, uh, the nuts and bolts of, his recovery uh because isn't that crazy like he he was pretty vulnerable on the air but there's even more to <laughs> to what he went through to get back it is legitimately insane um 
but I'm really glad he's doing doing better. Yeah, I I knew that he was hurt. For for listeners who are careful listeners, you know he's joined us every week. And that Thursday came and it was the Thursday of the Arizona State game. He missed that game. And I had talked all week about the potential for Oregon State to be shorthanded on defense. It was only because I found out on that Sunday after the Cal game, I found out that he was in the hospital. And I texted a little bit with him, told him to get well, and asked him what was going on. And I didn't want to invade his privacy. There's a part of this job, too, that, like, one part of it is I'm supposed to report what I know. Another part of it is that you do develop, you know, a relationship and you get to know somebody and I don't want to violate that with Jaden Grant. I, I cared about him first and foremost as a person. And I didn't ask him. I never asked him if, you know, are you going to play? I never asked him that. I never asked him, are you not going to play? But just the sense that I had was that he was injured and that it wasn't necessarily an injury that he could easily come back from. And I, I did not know if it was uh, a, a kidney, a liver. I didn't know. So uh, I just kind of left it alone. But I had a couple listeners who picked up on it and said when he didn't show up on that Thursday, they said, oh, Jaden Grant's not playing. And I didn't I didn't know if he was going to play in the Civil War game against Oregon. I, and then I kind of thought, I wondered, would he come out for senior day and just greet his family in uniform and then not end up playing, uh, you know, in the game? Like, was he not going to be a factor? And he played that whole game. And then he made what was, I think, one of the biggest plays of the game in, you know, sniffing out the keeper by Bo Nix and making the tackle. And you heard him talk about it there. It's just, it's a remarkable story. And it's a kid that went through injuries, was a walk-on, for crying out loud, at Oregon State, ended up as a team captain, will uh, undoubtedly be a candidate for all conference honors, uh, first team, second team, honorable mention, somewhere in there and is going to be a player that Oregon State's really going to miss. Now, I thought it was interesting, too, that he said he didn't know about the bowl game. Uh, and I got to think, guy like that, you know, probably wants to play in the bowl game, or is there a health injury, that, a health issue that still is lingering with him? Like, I, I don't know. We'll get a check-in with him closer to the bowl game. But really interesting story there from Jaden Grant. A lot of respect for him, what he went through. And I hope as a listener of the show, you feel like you were along for the journey. And it's why over the years, like, we started this, Jaquiz Rogers was a freshman. When we started doing, you know, a player every week, same player. University of Oregon hasn't been as accommodating for this. They didn't want to lock a player into an interview every week. And I've tried to explain to them, it really started with Steve Fink who was the sports information director when Jaquiz Rogers was a freshman. Steve Fink had the brilliant idea that, you know, it would help the audience really get to know a player because you would learn them as you saw them mature, much in the same way that a sports information director at a university would watch a player come in as a freshman who could barely get through an interview and then leave as a senior uh, you know, standing tall with confidence, answering questions much differently than they did as a freshman. Like, we watched that with Jaquiz Rogers, and we used to do, you know, we had fun with it when he was a freshman. We did a thing called Quiz Quiz, 
and I would ask him ridiculous questions, and he would answer them, and then we would get to know him. We'd find out he had a sneaker collection. We found out, you know, he talked about his father who was in prison. He talked about going to school. He talked about what it was like to, you know, with his brother James to come from Texas to be at Oregon State. And, and then we graduated away from Jaquiz Rogers, and when he left uh, college, we, we pivoted. And we decided, okay, what direction are we going to go in now? And Sean Mannion did it for a year. And then Isaiah Hodgins did it, the wide receiver uh, at Oregon State. We had uh, asked Isaiah for a couple of years. And then the last two years, it's been Jaden Grant. And I feel like I knew the kid a little bit because he grew up not far from where I live. So I had seen him around. I knew who he was. I obviously knew his dad, you know, before I knew him. But it's been really neat to kind of watch him grow up a little bit and even to find out, like, you know, his girlfriend happens to be Anthony Newman's daughter, University of Oregon, star defensive back, NFL player. His daughter is dating Jaden Grant. And so I ran into her on the field before senior day uh, just uh, at, at the game on Saturday at Reeser Stadium. And, you know, she went to the University of Oregon. She's wearing a beaver beanie cap on the sideline. I walked right by her, and then she said, hi. And I stopped, and I said, wait a minute. I said, you're wearing a – I didn't recognize you in that beanie cap. And it's just kind of been neat to see the players over the years sort of mature. You've had a chance, I think, as an audience member to know Jaquiz Rogers, get to know him, to know Isaiah Hodgins, now to know Jaden Grant. I don't know who's going to be next. Maybe it'll be Damian Martinez. I don't know. We'll figure it out next season. But I, I got to give a little credit to Oregon State's Sports Information Department, Sean Scheffler over there and, and Hank and the team, because they have committed to going, look, we're going to try to lock a player into this. And Jaden came on last year and mentioned he liked Jamba Juice. And lo and behold, the you know owner of the Jamba Juice franchises is a diehard listener of this show. And he said, I would love to connect with Jaden, and, you know, we'll sponsor the segment. And so, okay, there's now it's a sponsored segment, and guess what? Jaden Grant, I think, ends up with an NIL deal out of the interviews. Like, good for him. Good for Oregon State. And I think Oregon, Oregon, you know, I've tried to talk to them over the years and say, hey, give us a player, you know, we'll make it a regular thing. The audience can get to know him. I think, you know, I need to send him them this segment to have them fully understand kind of the opportunity that is out there for a player to kind of connect with the audience and connect with local businesses and connect with you, the listener. Like, it's the most beautiful thing. And I think, you know, us getting to know and having the comfort with Jaden Grant that he can share that story on air, man, that's special stuff. Five o'clock hour, still ahead. The five at five. We'll start it. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Truth Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.